Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Cafe, where master business coach Erica Ross Krieger and her special guests teach you how to create true entrepreneurial wealth from the inside out. Grab your favorite podcast beverage and get ready for the Entrepreneur's Cafe. Now here's your host, Erica Ross Krieger. Welcome to the cafe, wealthies. Grab a cup of something yummy, sit back and prepare to be inspired. Today, I want to talk about what's coming up and that soon, in about four weeks from now, I record this at the very beginning of April, uh, starting in May, I'm going to be taking a sabbatical from the podcast for three months. So I'll be back in August. And in April, I have four robust sessions for you. So I hope that you'll enjoy and also listen to past episodes of the podcast while I'm on sabbatical. You can also always shoot me an email at tapwitherica at gmail.com and let me know some of the things that you would like me to include uh, once we start back up in August. So that is what's coming down the pike. And for April here, let's get rolling. Today, I want to shine the spotlight on the saboteur we call the restless saboteur. Now, all of us have the restless saboteur chatter going on to some degree or another more and more in this world as there's information coming at us and the um, pull to multitask or divert our attention and get distracted from one thing to another becomes more and more prevalent on the scene. And so that's why I wanted to shine the spotlight on it today, because it is uh, such a a thing that's rampant uh, for all of us as entrepreneurs. And to shine that spotlight, I want to bring back something from a very long time ago. And that is one of my very favorite essays that I wrote and put into the book, Seven Sacred Attitudes, way back in 2006. And one of then that essay is called Butterscotch Candy, and I'm going to read it to you in this episode. And what I want you to put aside is your judgment about the fact that, yes, this was written in 2005, and yes, things were very different. We had VHS instead of, you know, streaming things. We had no cell phones at the time that most of us were using. So there's a lot of inferences in here and mentions of things that may not make sense to you today. However, the gist of the whole thing is absolutely relevant. So I hope you enjoy. And here is the essay called Butterscotch Candy. My new Toyota Corolla was parked in the garage, and my old car was parked in front of the house with a for sale sign taped to the back window. I, however, wasn't parked anywhere at the moment. I was driving down the freeway of my entrepreneurial life at top speed. I finished my writing for the day, and I glanced at my watch. Uh Uh-oh, I thought, no time to spare. Now it was 4.30 and my writing group would be coming to my house in less than three hours. I still had a list of calls to make, a half-hour phone session with a coaching client, dinner to prepare, and a mountain of mail that needed my attention. I figured at that point that my hands-free telephone headset would come in handy, so I put it on my head, I dialed the first number on my list, and I headed off to the kitchen. I thought, I'll multitask here. I popped a chicken into the oven, 
while at the same time, I instructed my insurance agent to add my new car to my policy. I set the oven to roast and I headed back to my office. Then I called the DMV to find out what forms to file when I sold my car. I waited while the recording told me to hold on. While I listened to the DMV's Muzak tunes, I turned on my computer and I picked up my email. I had like a bunch of things going at once. The oven on roast, emails being handled, DMV on hold. I was feeling on top of things. I read my new messages, responded to a few of them, shut off the computer, listened to the DMV's recorded message about forms, and then jotted down the information that I needed. That was it. I could hang up. Great. A few more to-dos out of the way and off the list. Can you relate? Well, I adjusted my headset and I hit the play button on my message machine. I listened to the calls that had come in earlier while I'd been writing. And then while I listened, I grabbed a stack of mail from the big in-basket pile, picked up the letter opener, and got to work. I was about ready to tear into the first envelope when I stopped. I set the mail down. I put the brakes on. I hung up the phone, took off my headset, and placed it on my desk. I took a deep breath. I realized just then, in that moment, that I'd been cruising through the day in the fast lane. I took another deep breath and I decided to change lanes. I looked at my watch. I had an hour until my client called. So I carried the stack of mail out of my office, stopped in the kitchen for a glass of mineral water, and headed into the family room. I rummaged through a basket of videotapes and I grabbed a fears old tape of the Rosie O'Donnell show that I'd never made time to watch. I popped the tape into the VCR, kicked back, and collapsed onto the sofa. As the tape played, I began to sort through the mile high stack of mail. From my reclined position, I could hear Rosie O'Donnell's show more than I could see it. I tossed several junk mail flyers in a recycle bin, and I heard Rosie say that she'd be right back with her next guest. I picked up the remote, fast-forwarded through the commercial for quilted bathroom tissues, and rejoined Rosie. I half heard her greet her guest as I tore through another envelope. Then I heard Rosie say to her guest, can you do multitasking? I mean, are you good at it? I sat upright on the couch. The guest said, no, I can't. And no, I'm not good at it. I leaned forward. Rosie said she was great at multitasking. She revealed that she could watch TV, knit, and read a book all at the same time. And she seemed ecstatic about that fact. I put down the envelope I was holding picked up the remote, and I hit the pause button. Uh-oh, I said aloud, gulped and turned off the TV. I was busted, caught speeding in my life by my own inner patrol officer. I thought I'd slowed down, but I really hadn't. I walked back to my office, placed the remaining mail on my desk, 
picked up my client files and took the telephone headset with me as I went outside to the backyard. I sat in a cushioned patio chair and put my feet up on a footstool. Again, I took a deep breath. This time, I came to my senses and I looked around at my garden. I noticed the leaves of the maple tree had begun to turn red and orange. It was fall. I noticed my shoulders were tight, so I began to rub them. I noticed the air was crisp and the sun was warm on my cheek. I noticed smells in the air. And when the handset rang, I gave my full attention to my client and conducted my coaching session right out there. It was a delicious half hour. Later that evening, after my writing group left, I spent some time writing in my journal. And here's what I wrote. I said, I think we were put on this earth to enjoy the garden of life to savor each task before us as if it were a smooth butterscotch candy. And whether that task is putting a Band-Aid on your kid's first-skinned knee, making a call to the DMV, or even dealing with your own grief and sorrow, there is only one way to taste the sweetness of butterscotch as it melts on your tongue. You have to do it one piece of butterscotch candy at a time. No multitasking allowed. I put my pen down, and I knew then that if Rosie O'Donnell were ever to ask me if I could multitask, my answer would be, why would I want to? And that's the end of the essay, my friends, and the inquiries I leave you with for this week. Are one, if you said no to multitasking even once today, what would open up for you? And two, what small things for you are the butterscotch candy of life in your business and your life? And three, what would it be like? to savor even the tough or stressful times. I leave you with those three inquiries. I leave you with a reminder that the solution to putting that restless saboteur in its place, which is basically in the back seat of the car, and putting your wise sage in the front seat with you as you drive through your entrepreneurial and life in general, that the secret is to come to your senses, to increase your mental fitness, to stay in the present moment and savor what's right here, right now. Well, that's it, Wealthies. I look forward to spending time with you next week. Always remember, that success is in your nature and true wealth starts from the inside out. All of the information from today's show will be in the show notes, as well as a reminder about my email so you can send me questions you have, and a reminder that my upcoming monthly masterclasses that are about awakening the sage 
are available to you if you reach out to me in an email and say that you want more information. I again look forward to spending time with you next week, and I hope you have a really delicious butterscotchly juiceful, juicy week. Until next week, be well and be kind. Thanks for listening to the Entrepreneur's Cafe podcast. If you like the show, please rate, recommend, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts so we can spread the positivity and the love of entrepreneuring from the inside out. Until next time, my friends, listen to your big entrepreneurial heart. Follow your passion, take that inspired action, and be boldly and brilliantly you. You can get more valuable advice and inspiration from Erica's free Entrepreneur's Toolkit over at ericarosscoach.com forward slash toolkit.